You're listening to the Social Sorting Podcast, where I, your host, Ryan McKelvey, and a guest will be sorting different characters from all of our favorite books, movies, musicals, and TV shows into Hogwarts houses. So sit back, grab a butterbeer, and listen in. If the apocalypse comes, beep us. It's Buffy the Vampire Slayer with my friend Frey. Music by Carson Reitz. Hi, Frey. Hi. I am very excited that you're here to do Buffy. Me too. Um, because I'm very excited to do Buffy. And I love you, so it's like the best. Uh, I love you and I love Buffy and it's a great time. It's a great time. And I love my podcast, if I do this on myself. Yeah. So. Anyway. So, yeah, no, this is also going to be my dad's favorite episode, as I told you already. What's funny is I said, I've said that before about um, the Twilight episode, but that's just because um, that's what I did with the, the one, I, one of the ones I did with my sister. And um, my dad loves us very much. So, <laughs> but now this is going to be like his actual favorite episode. <laughs> Hello, Ryan's dad. <laughs> Hello, dad. I feel like I've said hello to my dad out of like the most out of all of the episodes mostly because I've had my sister on twice so we're just like hi dad um I just talked about I talk about my dad a lot on the podcast yeah maybe in general but I don't know I don't have recordings of I don't have recordings of uh me talking all the time so I couldn't tell you but definitely on the podcast anyway hi dad um father I don't know why I said that anyway (laughs) (laughs) we are doing Buffy Buffy is one of my like favorite shows of all time it goes probably the good place and then Buffy and then Parks and Rec and now WandaVision yeah I mean I think Buffy is my favorite show I've said that I don't know that I can commit to that now I've said it (laughs) (laughs) I think I've definitely seen it more than I've seen any other show. Really? Yeah. I keep restarting it and then not finishing it. I finished it all the way through a couple of times, like front beginning to end a few times. And then um, like just finished it from the middle because I usually start after Riley um, yeah. is gone. <laughs> And then, or I just skip over, but then the last time I was trying to watch it all the way through, I was watching it with my husband for the first time. That was his first time ever watching it. And he was really enjoying it. And then we got to Riley season and like, they haven't even broken up yet, but that was like a months ago and we haven't continued since. That's, I completely get that though. Cause Riley is just dull. Yeah. It's just not great. He just had no... Well, I think... I don't know what happened because I was like, we need a break from watching just Buffy all the way through. So let's watch the movie that, like, it's based off of, which is so different. They fly! I forgot the vampires fly in the movie and they don't do that in... It's probably for the best. Yeah, like, it. I don't know what would have happened if yeah I mean Buffy would have held her own I'm sure but (laughs) yeah um anyway (laughs) let's just just dive right in 
Um, every time I say let's just dive right in, I always get sidetracked and we do not dive right in. <laughs> it's yeah. like another five minutes until I get started. But we're not doing that this time. We're starting with my girl Anya, one of my top two favorite characters in Buffy. I'm going to let everybody guess what my other one is after we talk about all of them. Even though I'll probably give it away when we're talking about them. <laughs> okay, Frey. Anya, I can't see anything else. I can maybe see one other house. Maybe. <laughs> but Anya is a Slytherin in my eyes. That's funny because I've gone in the other direction. Which is what, Gryffindor? Gryffindor, yeah. That's the other one I could maybe be yeah. convinced of, but she's so she's one of the most like self-preserving characters ever I've ever seen. Oh yeah, no, totally. I won't argue with you on that. I don't know that she's cunning enough. She's quite um I don't know. Fear of bunnies doesn't scream. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, maybe she doesn't have to have every single quality of a Slytherin, <laughs> but I just can't see her being, I mean, fear of bunnies isn't necessarily um, a Gryffindor thing either. Right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's not really a regular thing, to be honest. Yeah, she has, like, Gryffindor, like, energy I guess like you but at the end of the day she's just so like me 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 why can't we do this when I want to do it why well, I don't want to do any of this because I don't want to die like why are we doing this for other people that's a very good point I hadn't thought about that and the I, only real person she wants to do anything else for is the person that's doing things for her, and that's Xander. And the person she's in love with, which is a very Slytherin thing, I think, is like, yes. that's a family thing, yeah, I, even though. One human being, and that's my only human being. Right. <laughs> my emotional support human, that's Xander. <laughs> You may have swayed me quite early there in that I hadn't thought about the way she is about the apocalypses. Apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'd more thought about the way she is in season seven at at the very end. When? When? I need specific times. (laughs) Are we going like spoilery? Yeah, like what? Yeah. No, just give it away. (laughs) Because I was particularly thinking about the way she dies and the throwing herself in front of Andrew. Mm. Testament to bravery. But you make a good point about the Slytherin thing of every other apocalypse. She's like, usually I'd leave town about now. Yeah. This is going to be a hard one to convince me of. No, I, I think you convinced me very early. I think I, I folded very quickly. <laughs> it's hard because when there's like a one big move that's like another house, you're like, that must be the house they're in. But like, Narcissa yeah. lied. That's true. Two 
Voldemort mm. to the Dark Lord. Yeah. And if she knew, if he found out, he would kill her or Draco. Mm. But she lied for Draco. It wasn't even for herself. It was... Yeah. They have quite similar energies, actually. Mm-hmm. They do. That's, yeah, that's interesting. Maybe Narcissa is afraid of bunnies. I, I would believe <laughs> Not snakes, though. Just not. Um... <laughs> So I'm going with Slytherin still. Are we good? Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I will. Yes. Uh, <laughs> because that was the house that I was like, maybe you could like. It's just her energy seems very like Gryffindor because she's like in your face. And most Slytherins aren't very like yeah. in your face about everything. But she's still very much like, no, me. It's about <laughs> me. I'm about me. And I'm also going to get all my revenge on all of you. Yeah. <laughs> she was a revenge <laughs> demon. That's true. <laughs> Slytherin was going to be a demon. It would be a revenge <laughs> demon. <laughs> and she manipulates. She manipulates Cordelia into wishing, like Buffy never came to Sunnydale, just so she could make that wish come true and just be evil for no reason. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. <laughs> No, and I will I will follow your logic there. Love that. Okay, great. Great. We're off to a great start for me. It's not a competition, but... <laughs> oh, don't forget. We don't know what your house is. We'll guess at the end. I know what your house is, but our listeners don't. So we'll, we'll figure it out. We're on to Tara now, and I want to be... <laughs> And then here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's the worst part about this. Wait, no. Let me. Let me. It's your turn to say what you think. What house you think she's in? Before I say what I think, I would have said that that Tara is very clean cut as a Ravenclaw. She's all all up in the studies. And yeah, I can I can see that, but that's not what I was gonna say. But I'm not don't necessarily like completely disagree with you. I think of her as a Hufflepuff. Well, that would be the one I was I was tossing up between. But then mm. I all the stuff they give Tara and, and the fact that her job is essentially just like the Scooby Gang's research buddy. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And she's a good teacher. Yeah. And that's what made me think of her being a Hufflepuff is she's so like, patient with everyone about it. That's, yeah, that's true. But I, I I think now you've convinced me very early that she's a Ravenclaw. Because I think Ravenclaws would be patient with teaching. Mm. Because it's teaching? Like, maybe not necessarily everything, but, like, if they're close, if they know that they're capable of teaching you the thing because of their own capabilities as a teacher, this is going to sound like gibberish, but then I think they'd be more patient because they're like, no, I can do this. Like, you're going to get it because I know how to teach you this thing. Yeah. So. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> it was a long way around, but we got there. <laughs> so yeah, well, that's what I was going to say is like, I don't like Tara, but I think she's in my house, which makes me upset, but she's not, <laughs> which is probably helps me be like, oh yeah, no, I think you're right. I think she's a Ravenclaw. <laughs> Happy to get rid of her. Yeah, like, oh yeah, take her. (laughs) I mean, makes sense to me. She also talks so softly all the time. Makes me think about Hufflepuff, but also, I mean, I don't talk softly at all ever. I'm so this is my normal speaking (laughs) voice, and I'm yelling. I'm like about three decimals higher than the average person, I think. I have no volume control, so that's me either. The amount of times I've heard Ryan, you're yelling is astronomical. The volume of of my voice is astronomical. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Tara is a Ravenclaw. Yeah. Cool. Look at us. Nice and quick. Um, okay, I actually have, this is not the person I was talking about. That was my favorite, spoiler alert. Um, but he is, he is one of my favorites. Um, I'll let you guess the other one. You guys, I know Frey knows, but I'll let the rest of you guys try and think of who the other one is. Um, but Oz is my baby. I love him so much. Um, you know what's so funny about that is I really thought that, like, it was Sean Green that, like, I was, like, in love with. Mm. But any other role he's in, I'm like, eh. <laughs> it's just Oz, specifically. I will watch Seth Green in literally anything, for, and I can't tell you why. It's- I love Seth Green. I love him. It's just, just, I'm not, like, in love with Seth Green. I'm in love with Oz. Yeah, that's... (laughs) I think it's because he reminds me of my husband. Well, that's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Or my husband reminds me of him. I watched Buffy before I met my husband, so... (laughs) Yeah, it's... Oz, I think, also has, like, some of the most quotable phrases. Yeah. Just the best dialogue, actually. Yeah. And I wish I could remember even one line right now that he said, but as soon as I'm like, what's something he said? I forget everything, so I, it's just I, really funny. I have so many. I had them, I don't know if you guys have the same thing in America, but here we have homework diaries, and all throughout high school, my homework diary had the Oz quote where he talks about animal crackers on it. What? He's got this one quote where he talks about animal crackers and it was just on my homework diary for years. I love that. Um, We don't have homework diaries. At least we didn't in Oklahoma where I went to school (laughs) and I've never heard of them before now. So that sounds like a British thing. Like, oh, my dad asked me to ask you if to send us galaxy chocolate yes yeah i can do that (laughs) you'll be his best friend (laughs) i can he was like please ask them to send me galaxy chocolate 
it's so I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I have other friends that live in the UK. I don't have to ask them on the podcast, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've got it committed to to podcast now. Yeah, only I can only talk to you guys when we're on the podcast and everybody can hear us. Um, so this is for posterity. My dad now knows I did ask you. Yep. <laughs> I will get it in the post. I love that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, Oz. <laughs> we haven't even discussed what his house might be. Except I know what I think it might be. I, I think he's a Ravenclaw, too. Oh, that's interesting. Right, we're never going to agree on any of these. <laughs> Wait, okay. So, what do you what do you think then? I think he's a Hufflepuff. I can also see Hufflepuff for him. But I see, I see the Ravenclaw like he's very thoughtful and quiet. Yeah, it's the wit. Those lines are so witty, and then he only speaks when he feels like he knows exactly what to say even when it's just like a joke yeah but point to Hufflepuff and I've said this a couple of times before about a couple different characters I it's very Hufflepuff I only think a Hufflepuff would be able to like forgive and forget the way they do and their relationships like I said that about Eliza Hamilton from Hamilton and I said that about somebody else um I said it about Marshall Erickson and from How I Met Your Mother which is funny because (laughs) they're it's both the same actress (laughs) but yeah like to be cheated on and like his heart broken I was so mad about that it's such a terrible betrayal of what they build up anyway I know like honestly if they try if they'd done that before like the whole Xander Willow thing they'd explored that before I probably wouldn't have hated it but it was the fact that I really like Xander and Cordelia together and I really love Willow and Oz so I was mad that that was happening (laughs) But no, I, I, that makes me go ding, 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 Hufflepuff for sure. Mm. He's a hard, he's, he's hard. Yeah, he's like potentially the most combination of them. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, because when he gets her the, when he gets her the Pez, little witch Pez, that's very Hufflepuff, but it's actually really Ravenclaw to like think that much about a gift I don't know because I say Hufflepuffs are really good gift givers but I think that's because I consider myself a really (laughs) good gift giver um but I'm also like a Ravenclaw rising so that could be my Ravenclaw side I don't know it's just very thoughtful but that's another both house kind of thing (laughs) yeah Ooh, so tricky I'm thinking now I'm thinking another thing I hated about when he basically cheated on willow but i'm i was gonna say a hufflepuff wouldn't do that they're very loyal but he was a he was a wolf thing at the time yeah 
I don't know. It was kind of like, it's kind of like he was a Ravenclaw before he became a werewolf. And then his werewolf made him more Hufflepuff because I don't think a Ravenclaw would have gotten so heated when he came back and like, yeah, was like so jealous of, of, you know, Tara and Willow when he found out that like Tara, I mean, not Tara, Willow had just, hadn't just been like laying around pining after him. That would hurt me as a Hufflepuff, honestly. Like that's a big weakness, I think, is to be like, I have only ever been in love with you. It's that loyalty thing that like, how could you possibly move on from like what we had at all yeah Aussie boy honey I love you but I don't know where to put you I love I love this though I love that he's stumping us so much it's an interesting question whether the wolf is a separate like if you take it like by Potter rules then the wolf and and Remus is supposed to be separate entities yeah because that werewolf doesn't really represent remus because it's like an ailment i mean so is this though but then he goes on that whole like self journey and then he comes back and he's like the wolf is he literally says like i am the wolf we are the same i'm always the wolf (laughs) even when i'm not in like the form of the wolf but that's interesting because that whole retreat is very huffle puffy (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's very but it's also very Ravenclaw's very introspective yeah like it feels Hufflepuffy because it seems very hippie <laughs> but like the really like the journey was very introspective and like had a point to it and I feel like a Hufflepuff would go on a journey that was like let's see what happens like kind of thing that's true but I also don't necessarily know that a, a Ravenclaw would just like up and leave with no plan mm-hmm the, like the, bit the fact that he got by by selling like his guitar and everything is well his bass uh, very important distinction yes um but doesn't i feels like a ravenclaw would make a plan and then go with the plan rather than just being like i'm gonna go yeah now. it wouldn't be so fast yeah i'm 100 percent okay with putting him in hufflepuff with me <laughs> Closer to you. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't tell my husband, who's all the way in Slytherin, what uh, <laughs> awesome with me. You know what's so funny is all of my, like, favorite characters wind up in Hufflepuff, usually. And then I'm like, is it because of me? Like, am I biased that I'm like, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Hufflepuffs are good people. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but then I have my own bias there. Do with that what you will. <laughs> Anywho. Okay, so I'm 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 comfortable with putting him in Hufflepuff. I think we've made a solid argument for that. Especially the fly by the seat of his pants kind of thing. <laughs> That's not as Ravenclaw, which is it's very me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Hufflepuff. Oz. Yay! <laughs> and now he's like sandwiched in between 
two of my least favorite characters because we went Tara, Oz, and now we're on to Dawn, who I also could do without. But I guess she's important to the show, at least in the later seasons. I remember being so confused. I mean, I know everybody was because they were like, I know this is not a thing. Like, I know she didn't have a sister because she definitely said at one point she was an only child before that. So (laughs) I was like, what the heck? And it's a while before they explain it yeah (laughs) you're like oh like you're all supposed to just be like oh she's been there like that was another thing I was like wait because they were all talking about her like she'd been there the whole time and now it took me a while to realize that they were talking about her like that because I thought okay did she just come from their dads then and like they're just like throwing her in there that's weird and then I was like no they're all talking like she's been here the whole time I don't understand um but I don't like her <laughs> she annoys the heck out of me <laughs> um I mean I guess she was supposed to be annoying she wasn't necessarily supposed to not be she was a little sister uh, my little sister annoys me and she's 21 so I think 22 I don't know that shows you how annoying she is I couldn't remember um know what Dawn is do you uh I have no strong feelings I think maybe I was leaning towards maybe a Gryffindor yeah that's the only thing I can think of for her like when she she snuck she snuck out didn't she during once more with feeling to go where where did she go uh she steals during once more with feeling but she does sneak out later to go on a date mm. with a boy that turns out to be a vampire mm. yeah griffin i'm seeing gryffindor there <laughs> a gryffindor in the same way that like colin creevy is a gryffindor yeah like bravery is not her first aspect right but she is impulsive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she is, uh, this is what I've said this before too, that like Gryffindors feel their one emotion, like that they're experiencing, but very, very intensely. But like that's, that, and that's why they can only feel that one thing at the moment because it's like so intense. Yeah. Not that they're not complex. It's just like they don't have room for the other stuff. Yeah. In that moment. And that's done to me. Oh, yeah. Which also like, might be like preteen girl kind of thing, but um, I just think she has. She's also very defiant. Yeah. Again, all these things contribute to her being a little sister character, but. I guess all little sisters are Gryffindors until they're not. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know that she has much else. Yeah, she's not very dimensional. <laughs> yeah, they don't really let her grow up until the like very end. Right. And then I'm like, oh, maybe she'll die, and she doesn't. So, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Don. <laughs> Sorry, Joss Sweden. Not really. Um, 
Yeah, no, I'm just going to throw her in Gryffindor because I don't know where else. Yeah, what's interesting about Dawn, and I, I have many Buffy facts on hand, but is that they wrote her as a 12, 13-year-old and then cast Michelle Trachtenberg, who was like 14, 15, oh. and changed the writing for like a whole season. That's weird. Why did they do that? Also, I'm actually kind of glad they did that because I would have been even more annoyed if a 12 or 13 year old was like. But I think that's one of the reasons she's so annoying is that she's kind of older and they're writing her like a child. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. She has that whole crush on Xander. Yeah. Which like I also used to have a crush on Xander. I don't. Most of the men in Buffy, I was like, I'm in love with you. Have you read the comics? No, I want to so bad. I've looked for them. I can't find them and I want to read them. They date in the comic. Xander and Don? Yes. No, yeah. I <laughs> hate that. I hate that so I much. No. And the ones that start over or the, the ones that continue on from the show? The ones that continue on. So oh, no. No, 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 no. Eight onwards of the comic. I hate that. It's it's freaky. Why did they? Why? 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 There was something That's all I have to say. But I can't remember all of the context of Doesn't it. Doesn't she what also turn into like a centaur at one point or something? She's really big. She turns into a giant. She turns into a few things from what I've heard. Like she. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. <laughs> I still want to read them desperately. And I think there's new comics now, like the, where they just started all over. Yes. Yeah, there are. Yeah. I want to read both of them. I need to find them. Um, If anybody wants to send them to me, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm not kidding, but I'm kidding. I don't expect anything from any of you ever. <laughs> I hardly expect anything from myself. How could I <laughs> expect it from anybody else? <laughs> oh geez okay yeah because i can't see slytherin it's kind of not even like she belongs in gryffindor it's like she doesn't belong anywhere else so you have to yeah it's got all the basic characteristics yeah works for me which is that's so cool this happened last week too is we got all four houses ah cool separately Yay! I love that. Slytherin, Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff, and Gryffindor. Um, okay. No, we're finally finished with Dawn, even though it only took us like three minutes to deal with Dawn. <laughs> um, but now we're on to Miss Cordelia, who I adore. I love Cordelia. Yeah. Apparently she gets better in Angel. Guys, I've tried to watch Angel. And I liked it okay, but I think I don't know what I didn't like. I don't particularly like Angel. This is the thing. Angel as a show is so much better constructed, but it takes a while to find its groove. Mm. And the best part about it is that they all take the piss out of Angel for being himself and brooding in a dark room good because that's what i hate about angel 
He is and the blueprint for Edward Cullen. I'm, I'm telling you. And I have no time for it. I but- don't. I am like, get over it, bud. <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty much what Cordelia does throughout the whole show. Yeah. Don't they have like a thing? Her, her and Angel? They do. They do. It's that's very interesting. good and then very uncomfortable, very promptly. And then she gets written out. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Did they kill her? Yes. They give her this terrible plot line to kind of kill her off, but make you feel good about it. Not very good. Oh, I can't wait to watch. Anyway, Cordelia. Only Cordelia from Buffy. Any of you who have watched both both Angel and Buffy were only doing Cordelia from Buffy because I've heard that she's a lot more likable in Angel. Yeah. Which makes sense. She's much more of a, like a main character and angel than Buffy. But anyway, Cordelia, I think is pretty obvious to me. I don't know. I don't know what to expect from you anymore now at this point in the podcast. I'm sorry. But I think she's a Slytherin. I'd go with that. Yeah. Okay. She has the energy and she has everything else about a Slytherin. Yeah. I think. I just love her. Yeah, yeah. I can also see a little bit of Gryffindor in her, I think. But she's also very self-serving and um, self-preserving. Yes, yeah. Too much to be a Gryffindor. like. Yeah, and particularly in the Buffy part of it. Like if you take yeah in in her like high school years yeah definitely um, it's not even the one emotion that Gryffindor have it's like every emotion ties back to okay but how does this affect me right go now please and and when she gets hurt after she falls through the stairs and then like Xander comes to like just talk to her and she won't even talk to him yeah Slytherin yeah. <laughs> like written off once you're like marked off it's as for as on a Slytherin's like book it's which I think is also true I'm not think she's a Hufflepuff but I think that's also true for Hufflepuffs I think it's just way more difficult to get marked off of Slytherin's like I mean not Slytherin Hufflepuff's list like once that's like you did something so bad dude yeah um but no I she just radiates Slytherin to me Mm -hmm. yeah I'd agree with that look at it she's so fast I love you Cordy I love when they call her Cordy yeah (laughs) and I did love her with Xander and it makes me sad because she really liked him and she had pictures of them in her locker yeah and then yeah sad xander i hate you no i don't but i hate you sometimes i I really hate xander i have such strong xander feelings i do genuinely dislike him (laughs) (laughs) which i'm not gonna like like if you had said i hate don't like oz i'd been like okay so the podcast is over (laughs) Um, I'm gonna find a new guest. <laughs> I can't do this. But no, Xander, that's fair. I we'll talk about this more later, but I 
don't know why I like Xander as much as I do. I just do. <laughs> um, but C- Cordelia says, I mean, no, Cordelia is a Slytherin. Kylie just texted me and said, tell Frey I say hi. <laughs> Some little, what? <laughs> I'm going to be like, tell them yourself. <laughs> um, Kylie is Frey's girlfriend for any of you was like who the heck is Kylie um, um anyway Kylie says hi thank you do you want me to respond do you want me to tell <laughs> Kylie that you said hi <laughs> yes I'm telling them right now anyway little little insight to our lives here on the podcast you guys <laughs> anyway Cordelia's a Slytherin Okay, here we are, Frey. Here we are. Here we are. We're on Spike, love of my life. <laughs> He's like the only like damaged, emotionally damaged, like bad guy character that I like. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Do what you want. I love you. <laughs> He is just top of my list of emotionally damaged men that I adore. Yeah. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And I love him. I don't know if he, like, emotionally damaged is a weird way to put it because he's basically just a demon and he doesn't have a soul. Like, I'd say there's there's some things that man could go to therapy for. Oh, yeah. And then eventually, especially once he gets the chip in his head, like, yeah. And he has to like live humanely. He's like, oh. Um, his his like friendship with Joy. Oh yeah. Bobby's mom is my favorite thing ever. <laughs> yeah, with the tiny marshmallows that he goes yeah. on about. <laughs> yeah. He loves the marshmallows, the cocoa. <laughs> oh. I love him. I don't know. Wait, hold on. Before we get to Spike, I forgot about Joy. I don't know who Joy would be. I think... Hmm. Don't know. I would want to say Hufflepuff, but uh, I think she'd be a lot more understanding <laughs> if she was a Hufflepuff, especially once Buffy was like, this is literally like my destiny. I can't control it. And she's like, why can't you just stop <laughs> doing that? <laughs> I wonder if she's also a Gryffindor. I that's that's another one I think that like that's the only place she would really belong. Yeah. Is in Gryffindor. Plus, I mean, she is not a slayer by any means, and she's still like Yeah. Did her thing as a like just an ordinary human being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. And she's very stubborn as well, which is Yep. A trait I associate with Gryffindors. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Good. Joy is a Gryffindor too. Anyway, we didn't even have her on the list, but she's she's a Gryffindor. <laughs> um. Okay. So back to Spike. I, I don't know with Spike. I I I can only really say either Gryffindor or Slytherin. I think. Yeah, it's interesting because if I think about his like backstory, his whole part as William, like that radiates right. such distinct Hufflepuff. 
Yeah, he like was weird really... And I wonder if he's a Hufflepuff scorned. Maybe. I don't know. It's really hard because he's not technically yeah. him anymore. Like, Angel is him self yeah. because he has his soul back. Spike did never Spike never has a soul back after when he's done being William. That's true. I I, I want to say Gryffindor for him mostly because he doesn't have like that like there's not like an on top anywhere he wants to be but yeah. he is like a natural like leader. But he also was just like, I want to just kill the Slayer for fun because I can do that because I'm the best. <laughs> yeah. And I think even, I think you might be right there. Even down to the, like, the ability to be like, oh, I'll be free if Buffy dies. So I best go save her. Yeah. Because I can't quite be free. I've got to go and find something to throw myself into. Right, like he's got a, he's kind of it's a vampire with like ADHD. <laughs> yeah, and a bit of a hero complex. Yes, because he's like, oh, doing something good was kind of fun. <laughs> Let's do it again. Like, <laughs> but he doesn't have a moral compass like a lot of. Yeah, he's very interesting because he does have a hero complex, but not a moral. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he and Deadpool have the same energy. You're right. I don't know why that popped into my head, but they do. They have the same yeah. energy. Yeah, very similar vibes. He's also very witty. Mm. He doesn't he's not as very like he's not as cool as most Slytherins you think would be like he's definitely more hot-headed yeah yeah which is another Gryffindor kind of thing I'm I'm really leaning towards Gryffindor now the more we talk about it I think you're right I think that there's a lot of of things you might think of Slytherin but it's kind of just Gryffindor presenting that way Mm mm-hmm it's the blonde hair it's the Draco looking hair that makes you think Slytherin but he's not um And he's another one that, like, only feels one emotion at a time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very intensely. Like, when he gets super depressed over um, Drusella. Yeah. I don't know what Drusella is. I'm scared of her, so I don't even think she's scary. Yeah, she's, she's only as scary as she is because Angel was as terrifying as he was before he got his soul back. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I'm I'm down, I'm down for spiking Gryffindor. I love that because I think people would expect him to be in Slytherin, but he's just does whatever he wants. He drives. Yeah. It's very Gryffindor, I think, to drive a blacked out car in the sun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And just like he's living his best life as a vampire, and he loves it. He's got some really like. Um serious black traits to him the like mm-hmm. destructive part of serious black yeah i think is, is a lot of what we see in spike yeah i love that <laughs> i love that for spike 
and that he's quite like he doesn't really like children but like when he's put in charge of dawn he's like well i've got to protect you yeah it's my duty <laughs> very duty driven <laughs> like people will be mad at me if you die right <laughs> and then i'll be mad at me and i don't want that right <laughs> <laughs> yeah Gryffindor that is he's actually very Gryffindor and I didn't even realize that how Gryffindor he was because I was very much like "Mm, one or the other and now I'm like no just Gryffindor (laughs) he is very cool though I don't see a lot of he's not cool in a jock kind of way like most Gryffindors are cool and like oh he's so cool he's like yeah cool jock he's like cool in a slytherin kind of way but he's a gryffindor and that's when you get tripped up yeah but that's when you get the serious black vibes they're like yeah yeah like i should be a slytherin but i've (laughs) but i'm not yeah yeah love that love that for spike love spike everything about him um he could do whatever he wants i don't care i really don't i'm just like that sounds about right good love him (laughs) oh my god when (laughs) when he he they all lose their memories and he and giles think that they're mother and son (laughs) that is single favorite episode in the whole series it's so funny where he thinks or when giles yeah, or when he and Buffy like almost get married <laughs> when they like are in love, <laughs> like act like fake in love. Yeah, I'm like, oh gosh, <laughs> oh geez, I love him. I could talk about him forever. Well, that's all we have time for today. We'll see you next week with Buffy Part Two.